Hey, and welcome back to my podcast, No Bullshit with, Zo- with Zoe. <laughs> Show to that one again. No Bullshit with Joe. This is episode seven. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about a really interesting, in my opinion, philosophical question. And the question is, is our future already pre-written? I mean, you do hear about these... Um, people who you can go and visit who tell you what your future is and I know that a lot of them out there are scams but I also know that there's the odd one that's actually pretty uh, accurate in his or her predictions anyway let's have a chat so welcome to my podcast and is our future already written I want to talk to you guys about an experience or a couple of experiences that I've had um and I don't know whether you guys um have ever experienced anything like this but a bit like premonitions like Things that have you've either seen or you've felt and then something's happened. And it's such a weird experience. But I've had about three or four experiences like that. So I want to tell you guys about it. Um, starting with my experience with a lady called Barbara. Now, this lady's absolutely sound. She's a lady that I worked with for a long period of time. And <clears throat> this one particular day when I was at work with her, um, we worked in the carriage industry together. She told me that the oil light had come on in her car. And as she knew that I used to work at a garage many, many, many moons ago, she asked me to go and put some oil in it for her. So I was like, yeah, dude, no problems at all. So I went outside to the car and I was like, lifted the bonnet. It was this big white Jeep thing. Um, and <clears throat> I put oil in the car and then I had this... As of it was weird, right? So it was dark outside. Let me set the scene. It was dark outside. I lifted the bonnet. I had my torch on my phone uh, in my mouth while I was trying to find um, the uh, oil oil cap. Found the oil cap and I put oil in the car for it. And I had this image, like this image that I was sat in the passenger seat of the car and there was smoke coming through the vents. And it was it was like a it was like a three-second scene that played out in my head as I was topping the car up. And I thought, wow, what weird, weird thing to think of. Now, as I'm walking back in the in the building, I'm like, do I tell her I've had this image? And then I thought, no, she's going to think I'm a complete and also whack job. Um, because anyone who knows me thinks I'm a whack job anyway, which is absolutely fine. Um, but she's going to think I'm even more crazy than what I already am. Anyway, two weeks later, and I mean two weeks later, she puts on Facebook a picture of her burnt-out car. Now, I had a chat to Barbara about this. And what had happened was she was driving home with her daughter in the car, her older daughter. I think it was a daughter or a son, her daughter. And the smoke started coming out of the vents. The car then set on fire. Now, it could be just coincidence, or it could be, is that something that... Like, is there something trying to warn me that was going to happen so I could warn my friend? Is it, um, I just don't understand. If if things aren't written, if the future's not written for us, then why do things like that happen, you know? Um, and there might be some people who's listening to this podcast who are thinking, wow, who is this nutcase I'm listening to? And there might be other people listening to this podcast thinking, yeah, I've had similar experiences, you know? One of my other experiences was, um, it was actually a dream. Um, and I think a dream tells you a lot about yourself. Um, and I think it tells you a lot about, well, not a lot about yourself, but I think it's, it, it investigates the deeper inner you um, on a very deep philosophical 
pinpoint. But anyway, dreams is another podcast to itself. But anyway, I had this dream. And in this dream, I am going to my therapist's office. I don't see her anymore, but I used to. I'm going to my therapist's office and uh, she's opening the door for me and I'm on crutches and I'm literally hopping up the stairs on these crutches. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Well, about four weeks ago, so this dream was sometime last year, about four weeks ago, I was doing my martial art, my karate, and my um, senpai swept my left leg and my right leg snapped. And when I mean snapped, I mean it literally snapped. So I've ruptured my Achilles heel, I've ripped my calf muscle, and there is a potential bone break in there, but that needs to be investigated sometime later this week. Um, and I was in a hell of a lot of pain, like some serious amount of pain. I'm still in pain now, shooting this podcast, but it's it's numbed down with a lot of painkillers, so it's not as bad as what it has been. So again, I had this dream, then I break my leg. I see Barbara's smoke coming through Barbara's fans on her um, vents on a car, then a car sets on fire, okay? And, you know, there's another couple of instances that have happened many, many years ago. So many years ago when me and my wife, um, I say wife, we're not married, but I, I, we're practically man and wife. We've lived together for 12 years now. 12, well, 12 years on the 28th of January, approximately 2pm. So we've lived together for a good amount of time. So this happened years and years and years ago, and I'll never forget it. We were we were living in a little two-bed house. So it was me, the wife, and my then oldest daughter, she still now is my oldest daughter, who was about two at the time. My youngest one hadn't been born, um, and I think my wife might have been early pregnancy. No, she would have been early pregnancy with my youngest daughter, who is now 10. So that's how long ago it was. So we'd moved into this property uh, in Barton Street in Macclesfield, Near where that famous um, actor had hung himself. Uh, no, actor, uh, singer had hung himself, bless him. Uh, I'm terribly sorry, but I do forget the name of the band. Anyway, <clears throat> we're living in this house, two doors down from that house. And I kept having this... Uh, th this isn't fully relevant to what I'm going to tell you, but I, th I think it's important anyway. I kept having this nightmare. There was like this big black shadow, um, like man... Uh, standing over my oldest daughter. And what I'd do is I'd wake up from this nightmare and go running into a room and check on her and she'd be absolutely fine. It was so weird. Um, anyway, one uh, night, one night we went to bed and I heard some noises downstairs. So I went downstairs, checked downstairs. Everything was fine. Bit chilly, but nothing too major. I went back upstairs and I went to bed and I went to sleep. And I woke up the next morning so my wife was like, why have you done this? Uh, I, was, I was walking downstairs. She was like, why have you done this to the magazine? I was like, why, why have I done what to the magazine? What are you talking about? Now, we had a newspaper that was unread by either me or my wife. My eldest daughter, who's two, was in bed. Now, this newspaper had been folded systematically. And when I say systematically, I mean absolutely perfectly to the house section. Now, we weren't looking about moving house. We were quite happy where we were. But it had been folded systematically to the house section. So if you were to open the magazine, it would op it would it would literally open on the house section the way it had been folded. So I was like, wow, okay, that's a little bit weird. 
A couple of hours later, on the same day, we got a text message from a lady called Leela, who is our landlady, saying that she wanted an urgent meeting with us. So we were like, yeah, that's cool. Leila that night came round and told me and my wife that she was selling the house and we needed to move out because she was going to get married to her then boyfriend. Again, if the... Uh, ha, is, is our... Is our future already pre-written for us are we just literally along for the ride was i going to snap my leg some way shape or form whether i liked it or not was barbara's car going to burn whether i told her that it was going to burn or not was you know was was we having to move house you know I, in in there's, there's one more thing there's one more um thing that happened to me that really resonates that i'm going to tell you about before i start moving on to the next topic and I used to work um, up until seven months ago now at a um, special needs centre for adults with learning difficulties and epilepsy. And I loved that job. I absolutely loved it until COVID came along and ruined it. But that is another podcast for another time. So I remember pulling up. I had not got the job yet. I remember pulling up in November 2015 into the driveway of this massive well i say driveway down this massive pathway and through past all these other houses it was literally its own little village and i remember pulling up and i remember sitting in my car and thinking wow i am shitting my pants like i'd not had an interview for years i'd been self-employed for the last five years so i'd not worked for anybody um anyway so i started this job at this david um, blah, 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 blah. nearly said where i work then i started this job at this place with uh, special needs and learning disabilities and before I went in for the interview, I remember sitting in my car and this like, this voice sort of came into my head and it was like, yeah, you're going to be here for about five, six years. And I was like, what? Oh, what a weird thought to have. You're going to be here five or six years. How am I supposed to know how long I'm going to be somewhere? You know, so I was like, right, that's just weird. I was like, I'm not, I might not even get the job. Anyway, I got the job. And I left in 2021. So 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. It was exactly six years, nearly to the month. Now, I left in the July last year. Uh, I started in the November 2015. So if I'd stayed until the November, which is when I would have actually got sacked for not taking the COVID vaccine. So either way, it would have been exactly six years. So again, the question proceeds, is our future already written for us? And are we just along for the ride? Um, if you've got any experiences, like any experiences that I'm talking about, I'd love to hear about them. I would genuinely love, genuinely love to hear about them. Um, so please feel free if you... Um, the podcast that can leave messages, please feel free to leave a message, whether you're a voice note or whether it be a um, a written message or even hit me up on WJOE2102 at gmail.com. That's WJOE2102 at gmail.com and tell me about it. I'll be so interested to talk about it. Um, well, you know, we might even get you on for a podcast if you're up for that as well. So yeah, that's they're my experiences then. But then that brings me to the next question, which is the next point of this podcast. And that is, do we have like a guardian angel or something? Or, or is supernatural real? Is the paranormal real? I mean, 
to me personally, I do have this deep, profound feeling that the paranormal is real because of the experiences that I have had. But the question is, if our future is already written for us, then do we have a garden angel that's sort of guiding us through the world in a spiritual sense? That sort of talks to us, you know, sort of points us in the right direction, sort of gives us a bit of a heads up as to, you know, this this might happen, you know, uh, you, you know, you might have to give that person a warning or whatever um, and just let them know that this is going to happen. But how are you supposed to do that without sounding like a complete old crackpot? So, yeah, that's, you know, is the paranormal real? I mean, I've had plenty of experiences, which I'm happy to share with you right now. You know, for me personally, I remember years ago, I was working at, um, I say years ago, it was when I was running my own business. So 15, 14, 13, 12, 2012, 13, 14, 15, so nearly five years. So I was running my own cleaning business. I used to clean commercial and domestic properties. Really pretty cool. Uh, some of you might even know me. It was called Team Mean Clean. So I was running the business and I was at, so there's this place in Macclesfield, Cheshire, and it was an old mill. And it was, it was, uh, for confidentiality, I won't say, say what the company was, but it was hired by this company as an overflow for their photographs that they did and stuff like that. Um, so when their original building that they normally used, got they got too busy, they used the overflow. And this building was a big, huge, um, I say huge, it was big enough, um, silk, they used to, it used to be a silk factory. But then it was turned into a steam engine factory because right behind it was the, I think it was the canal. Was it the canal or the river? Um, it was the river. So they used the water, um, obviously, to do what they needed to do to run the mill. And I remember walking into this building and it was huge with the main boss of the business. And it, one of the main bosses. And it was absolutely huge and it had big beams going across it. And it had big, massive chains. And I thought to myself, ooh, it feels a bit feels a bit weird. It felt like you were being watched. So I was like, yeah, no worries. So I used to start that job at two o'clock in the morning. So I'd go and do the big main centre and then I'd go on to the overflow. Whoa, that made me jump. And then I'd get, uh, someone's just posted something through my letterbox. And then I'd go over to the overflow and the... Um, phew, that completely put me off and made me jump. Uh, in this building that I was in, I would be cleaning it. And this with one particular morning, I was cleaning this building and I'd, I'd been in the kitchen area and I was cleaning the toilets. And so it's about two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm on my own. Okay. And I hear like moving and scraping and rearranging of stuff. So I'm like, okay, that's just fucking weird. And what happens is I'm like, I'm going to have to go and investigate this. So I go across. It's freezing cold. It's ice cold. There's no one else in the building. And the um, tea, coffee and sugar had been moved, slid across the room, and all my cleaning equipment was scattered everywhere. To say that I threw everything, I've got chills telling you about it, to say that I threw everything into them baskets and I grabbed the hoover and just threw everything in the back of my car and left. I, I've never moved so quick in my life. Um, and I had a very embarrassing conversation in the morning with the, with the boss man. I was like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, is it haunted? And he was like, one of the managers was like, yeah, it's a bit haunted, but we just sort of leave them to it and you do your own thing. So I was like, wow, okay then. So 
me and my mate decided um, that it would be a good idea to then, instead of leaving them to it, go and start investigating and start asking questions and doing like EVP recordings and stuff like that. If you don't know what an EVP recording is, sorry, I'm so passionate about this subject. It's an electronic voice phenomenon. So it basically means if we're in a room together and we're having a conversation and we're recording that conversation and there's only me and you in the room and no one else is outside and you've taken all of the noises or potential distractions out of it and we get a response to a question we've asked. That's called an intelligence response, and it's called an EVP, because it's an electronic voice phenomenon, because we don't know where the fuck it's come from, which could mean it could be a ghost. Um, so we, we started doing that, and we got shitloads of EVPs. One of the EVPs, one of the EVPs, was a woman saying, be careful, Joe. And I will never, ever, 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 ever forget listening to that voice with my own ears, through the headphones, and I'm sure my mate could dig it out if I asked him to, it made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up on end, and I would not go in that building for weeks on my own after that. Um, I had to take my friends with me to clean. Um, or, or one of my employees. Uh, yeah, that's how that's how it was. But yeah, if you've had any experiences with the paranormal, please feel free, again, to hit me up on the same email address. Please feel free to post your comments down below, because it's, it's such an exciting thing to happen. Um, yeah, that's it really. I'm going to say over and out. I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will upload again tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast, No Bullshit with Joe. Where on this podcast, we literally do tell the truth, nothing but the truth, hold my hand up like an oath. Um, and also talk about loads of different things. Over and out. <laughs>